Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Hi. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Marvel Therapy Group. I'm Joe, and with us is fan favorite Connor, back again. Hello. I think he's earned the honorary title of fourth host. Fourth host, yes. I think I held a record for being on here the most. Yeah, our, our biggest guest star. Uh, Jack is on a, an escapade with Jessica Jones, and Haley is perpetually on the astral plane, so... Just us today, but we're going to do a January roundup and go through all the news from January. First up, we have news about the Disney Plus shows. That's things like Scarlet Witch and Vision and the Loki TV show. So these Disney Plus shows are going to have double the budget of Daredevil, but half as many episodes. So that's a huge amount of money being thrown at, like, six episodes for a miniseries. So Gee, we can really? Holy man. Yeah, I think it's only going to be six. Oh. So we can expect a lot of special effects. Maybe, I mean, who knows? Maybe all the, all the money is going to go towards these actors' salaries. But I think it's going to be really cool. The Loki TV show, last I heard, might be taking place when Loki was a kid. So some of his younger years. But Tom Hiddleston will still be in it. What do you think about that, Connor? I like Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> I mean... Oh, I'll be interested in that show more than I would be interested in the Scarlet Witch series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it should it, it should be good. I like Tom Hiddleston, but if it's going to be focused on his um, younger Loki, it would it'll definitely be interesting. Give more background to for some of us who don't read the comic books religiously. Yeah, I'm wondering what they could do exactly in his younger years. Is it going to be trying to make the audience like sympathize with Loki more? Maybe get him away from being a villain? I don't know. Wouldn't that be his pre-villainness? Right. So, I mean, he's the god of mischief, so he's always kind of had an evil streak. Oh, so he's probably a pain as a kid. Yeah. It's like that story that Thor told in Ragnarok, where as kids, he was like, Thor picked up a snake, and it was Loki, and he was like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stabbed him. <laughs> but uh, you're not looking forward to the Scarlet Witch and Vision one? Vision, maybe. I I just don't, I, I, Scarlet Witch just does not thrill me. Yeah. She's like she's like my least probably favorite character. Even though it's Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, I mean she's she's attractive, but it's like it's that's I just don't like her character. Uh-huh. It just it's not I don't know, and it's it's nothing personal against her, but it's like I just I I don't know I just can't get I can't I can't I can't. Maybe the show maybe if I watch the show maybe I'll get into the character a little bit more, but right now I'm just I'm just not in I'm not really. I wonder if it was the character wasn't really explained as fully as she could have been maybe in the movies. She was just kind of experimented on with the. Well, I thought her brother was pretty cool. Yeah. I just I don't know. Then he died. And then he yeah, and then he died, and I think it was Quicksilver, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I thought his power was pretty cool. I just think this, what is she telekinetic? All that. Yeah, in the movie she seems to only be telekinetic. It just um, I don't know. I don't know. I just think the Loki season, the series season series would be actually 
far more interesting for me anyways yeah. than it would be any of the others. Vision would be cool too. It would be cool to explore more Vision. But if it's a Scarlet Witch and Vision show, it has to take place recently because Vision's only been around for the last few years. Well, that's what I was going to say. How can you make a TV show on Vision only because he's a relatively newer character? Oh, no, it's going to be both of them. Scarlet Witch and Vision TV show. Oh, a joint TV. Oh, I thought they were two separate ones. My bad. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to be both of them. So it could be pre-Infinity War when they're running around together as fugitives. It would be interesting to see how they kind of ended up in, where were they, Ireland? I don't... London, it was some, it was either Ireland, Scotland, or I think it might have been Scotland or something like that, but it'd be interesting to see how they got there and the time difference between those uh, those two movies. I wonder if it'd be like a romantic action comedy, if that's even a thing, because then we can see how the relationship develop. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. It was kind of weird in Infinity War when we suddenly saw Vision had the ability to like change his appearance i guess yeah that threw me off as a person yeah yeah that was weird (laughs) which begs the question why is he always running around as a red man and not just himself or just as a human i get maybe because it's not who he really is yeah but it's um it'll be it'll be interesting i mean i think with that huge budget it'd be really cool to see his power set because he has like lasers he can Manipulate his uh, density. Yeah, but the problem is, I have with spinoff shows is like it has to work right away. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like there's so much on the line with spinoff shows because a lot of them don't work, and there's a reason why they don't work. Yeah, you know, and I think I mean the problem too is it is Disney, and so they're gonna water it down. Yeah, and I think that once you know, it's nothing against Disney. Like I like Disney. Like I I would work for Disney, but it's like Disney is mainly for kids that's what the company is you know yeah, and even before marvel and it's i don't know like how you can successfully ugh, do it um without um drying it out a little bit yeah or compromising their it, brand well yeah because i mean it there's i mean everyone knows that there is death in marvel mm-hmm. i mean there's, there's not like copious amounts of blood it's not like scarface where there's copious amounts of blood and swearing like that but i feel like you're only limit i feel like i said you're limited yeah and especially with disney anything with disney although did you hear that the new black widow movie might be rated r disney's, that's a, that's a huge might. Di- disney disney <laughs> that's disney's the latest rumor yeah really black widow might be rated r marvel's first i mean i feel like movie. she would be the one character that would you you could approve of a rated r movie for a marvel movie at least i could that's definitely... not deadpool that's not Deadpool. I could definitely yeah. get behind it. I think if they do a Black Widow movie, it might be like her time in the Red Room being brainwashed into the Soviet spy that she. That would that would be. be interesting though. That would be interesting. Obviously, that's what I was saying about the whole Vision and the Scarlet Witch would be very limited because he's a relatively newer character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know in the comic books. Like I said, I don't watch read them religiously, but like I think it would be. I don't know. For me, it's either gonna it's either going to be really good or it's gonna bomb on take up. The only reason why I think Loki's one will be successful is because it had Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, and everyone likes that character. For some reason, everyone likes Loki. Yeah, even though you're really not supposed to like Loki, but I think you know. I think now you are. I think Marvel realized like, oh, we have a fan favorite here. Let's keep it going. Well, yeah, and I mean like his death was pretty sad. 
I say death his, quotes. Right. Yeah, because, you know, it's Loki death. Yeah. Or, like, which death are we talking about? He's died. The, well, the, the, the it, well, yeah, pretty much. But the Infinity War one, I think, was the one I felt bad. Because I, th- I think even though, like, Thor and Loki butt heads a lot in that movie, I think it's just his death was um, pretty interesting. And then it was in, I don't know, I think it might have been the first Thor movie or the second one. I think he died in both of them. No, yeah. not dying about, like, I was, I'm trying to go back to his, the character. Yeah. Like, his, when we found out that he really wasn't, um, he wasn't really, like, blood-related to Thor. Oh, he the was, first one. Was it the first one? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, that kind of piqued my interest in saying, hmm, where did this character come from? Why is he mis- mysterious and all oh, that? Oh, yeah, they could get into Frost Giant, like, genealogy with That's that. what I was thinking. That's yeah. what they were going to go for, because he, I mean, that would if be you're cool. going, if you, if you're going to go back to a younger look, you might as well just go to the beginning and not just yeah. start when he's like 12 years old. Like, I mean, you should go back to where they find him. That'd be really cool. Like a documentary. Him. Like, it, from his from his early life. I um, feel like you could make it. You can make it into like a docuseries. It's kind of like The Office. I think that would be funny. And then throw Deadpool in there to break the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you could, you could easily like make it entertaining while also being informative at the same time. Yeah. Because I think you could do it with the Marvel cast. Like, if you could do like a TV show, like... Like a, I'm like when I say the office, like I mean like the setup. Right, like people yeah. who are following them with cameras, and then they do that cut in between where they're just talking to the camera, mm-hmm. kind of thing. That'd be funny to do because be I so feel funny. like I feel like Loki and Deadpool would just be so sarcastic the entire <laughs> time, or like Loki would do something to manipulate the camera, yeah. and you know I think I think you could his series would definitely be a lot more um, exciting then. Then you could use that to transition an audience to feel more comfortable with our ratings because Deadpool would do some sketchy things that you'd have to like blur out or <laughs> bleep out. But Yeah, I mean, it's hard, especially because like anything you do that's not Deadpool related because since, you know, we, everyone knows who Deadpool is and I feel like it's just hard to do because the movies so far have been... Was a PG thirteen, right? That's the highest. The Deadpool ones? No, 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 no. I mean, the Marvel movies in general. Oh, yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah, and I think since those have always been PG thirteen, I think it would be hard for them just all of a sudden just quickly jump to a rated R movie. I think like if you do like the um, Black Widow or you do this TV show and kind of make it like like stepping stones. Yeah. To do it, then you'd be more successful. Yeah, my concern with Black Widow being rated R though is that she has been portrayed as a PG-13 character. And she does have her dark moments. Like, obviously, she's an assassin, skilled spy. Yeah, but, but like, most of the movies, the reason why they're rated R is for... It's basically everything that's in a PG-13 movie, minus the language. There's yeah. always blood. There's always drugs. There's always... You know, and it's just, like... Yeah, but I'm thinking maybe they could do a psychological thriller and just really mess with the audience's mind. Because she's being brainwashed or you just do or you could do what deadpool did just re-release it in a pg-13 format yeah yeah you can do it i mean marvel and i guess disney have the budget to do it oh yeah and that's double the money you'll get because (laughs) adults will be like well i kind of want to hear what this is like rated r and you take your kids to the 13 one and there you go it's a gold mine yeah although the once upon a deadpool the pg-13 one didn't do too well in theaters yeah, I mean... I don't know how well they expected it to do. I didn't expect it, because there was a gap between the movies. Yeah. When the movie came out in theaters, and then that movie came out. Because mm-hmm. that movie came out in what? May? May? Something came out in the summertime, summer. right? Yeah. Yeah. But another piece of interesting information is that this past month, there was a DC comic with, uh, the, well, I don't know, like this Flash character came back, and... 
it was just kind of this one-off line, but he was like, oh yeah, I was with Alpha Flight in Canada. So it was kind of a funny Easter egg that shows that somewhere within the Speed Force with these Flash characters, the Marvel Universe exists. Which it makes sense because Marvel and DC have done crossover events in the past, like in the 80s or 70s, but that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, this is news to me, so I'm just... <laughs> um, Black Panther. There's lots of news for the movies that came out this past year. Black Panther won a bunch of awards. Uh, they won Best Costume Design and Best Visual Effects, and I think, like, five others. I'm the least knowledgeable person about these awards. I don't even know what they're called. Are these the Oscars? Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Yeah. Well, Black Panther won a bunch of stuff. So good for Black Panther. Yeah, but then they killed him off, so it's like... <laughs> was it really worth it? Well, we'll see what Quote, happens. I should say quotes when I say killed. Right, yeah. We'll see what happens in Endgame. Yeah. I think... Oh, there were toys, like action figures released for Endgame. Mm-hmm. But there's a Spider-Man and a Black Panther one released, but on the packaging it says, inspired by Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So that... Like, we don't know if that means that they're not going to be in Endgame at all. Like, we don't really know what that means. <laughs> no, I think it's just Marvel just trying to mess with us. Yeah. Throw us off they, the scent. They do that a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think Black Panther definitely deserves a costume one. Because they created a whole world and culture with the costumes. Oh, that, yeah. Like, yeah, the Afrofuturistic. Yeah, costumes. there was definitely, like, heavy um, African influences on the the um, costume and Wakanda and just in general. Mm-hmm. Do they tell you, like, on the map where that is? I'm, I'm sure the location must be available. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I, I, I wasn't sure they established that or not. Because I know in the movies they didn't, they are just like, this is Wakanda, we'll just fly here. Yeah. It looked like it had an Africa kind of vibe to it. Oh, so it's I'm guessing, Africa, yeah. That's what I'm guessing where it is. But um, I just think, personally, like, I think that besides um, the Spider-Man series, Black Panther is probably definitely up there with my top favorite and it's funny too because i used to be very against um i didn't like ant-man <laughs> well i was okay i shouldn't say i didn't like ant-man i didn't it just didn't throw me in the beginning so i right. watched the first one really like that one that was funny and then um i saw the second one ant-man and watched and i really like that one it was just hard for me to see paul Rudd in a marvel movie i'm <laughs> sorry i've seen him in so many other movies that i was like really this is not gonna work for them but he did a, he did a really good job and with michael douglas and um, Evangeline Lilly and all that mm. stuff. What do you think about Brie Larson as Captain Marvel? She was another one. I was like, I don't know how you can make this fit. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously the movie hasn't come out yet, so we don't know. Right. I'm not I'm not making any snap judgments, but I still can't see it. Like, they released that um, a, a scene from the movie where she's on... It's like a, a train. She's on the top of a train chasing someone. Oh, and she gets punched, right? And, yeah, she yeah. falls off the train yeah. and... We see her use her photon blasts, but even that scene, like, it got me less excited for the movie. And I really, I don't like to say that because I'm still gonna see the movie. I'm so yeah. excited for it. But but it takes place scene, in the '90s, right? It does take place in the '90s, yeah. And, but that uh, scene didn't thrill me. I just thought it looked bad. I was almost I was almost gonna say Nick Nicholas Cage, but Nick Fury, <laughs> Nick Fury. <laughs> Um, yeah, has both eyes. Yeah, the redeeming quality from that scene was that we saw Coulson and Nick Fury. 90s de-aged <laughs> yeah really cool yep yeah um 
But I, I said this before that the dialogue that we see in the trailers for Captain Marvel seems forced. It does. It seems like Brie Larson's not really sure how to act like a superhero, and I don't know if it's her or the writing. But there's that one line where she's Fury is like these Kree warriors, and she's like heroes, noble warrior heroes, and it's like that just sounds forced. Yeah, I mean, she seems like, and also her character. It could be her character herself too. Yeah. Because, I mean, the problem too is we've established. Marvel has established so good movies that everyone has such a high standard for them. That's true. So I feel like, not saying it's going to happen, but eventually they're going to be bound to have to make one bad Marvel movie. I mean, you, it's so hard to keep a trend up with such good mar- like good movies continuously, and the Marvel somehow has found that. Yeah. But I feel like there's going to have to come a time where it's like Marvel enthusiasts like yourself and Jack and Haley, like... You're going to have to see a movie eventually and not like it. Like, I, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about it, but, like, I'm just saying that eventually there's going to have to be that kind no, that's, of, that's like, definitely downfall. happened already, yeah. There's been some times where I, I walked into the theater and I'm like, that was really disappointing, but then I get to think about it more and see it more times. And I'm like, wait, all right. So my aspects were good. I can... Iron Man this. 2 and 3? Two. <laughs> no, three, I like the third one. Three, yeah, okay. 3 wasn't horrible, but 2 was pretty bad with... Um, Lord, what was his name? Whiplash. Whiplash, yeah. and they were on the track or something, the road or something, and then he cut the car up. Uh-huh. Yep. It's just like, I was like, come on. This is, I mean, even I'm pretty sure even that movie did well, too. Yeah. I'll give you that one. It's not the best one. But... No, but I'm just saying, like, Captain America, Captain America, Captain Marvel has a potential to break that um, trend. Yeah. Well, Although I, mean, I think for that scene, it's probably early on in the movie because she's not flying. She knows she has photon blasts somehow, yeah. but she's, like, indestructible, really. And yet she gets thrown off a train and can't pull herself back up. Yeah, well, I mean, you, I mean, in reality, you can say that about any of the Marvel characters. They're all indestructible. Mm. In, a, in, in To a degree. Yeah. I understand that. But, like, you could be like, oh, well, just in um, Infinity War, a lot of them, quote-unquote, died. <laughs> But, like, I mean, in reality, it's um, just one of those things where I feel like it, they're going to have to make a bad... Not not purposely make a bad movie, but... A, no, right. Yeah. St- people's standards are going to be so high for a movie one time, and it's just going to come crashing and burn. I mean, I guess that's, that's the only way you can produce good movies, is to find a way to, if you fail at a movie, and then create another movie and succeed with that movie. Mm-hmm. It's all about bouncing back. And I'm sure Marvel... I'm not saying Marvel won't bounce back, but I'm saying it's not easy to um, keep this streak going of good movies. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I mean, not just Marvel in general, but there's been so many movies that they've made multiple, multiple, like especially like even like the um, not to go off topic here, but like the um, Fast and the Furious movies. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Transformers. Well, Transform, yeah. <laughs> um, but um, like those movies, like it's just. They're just pure entertainment at this point. Like, yeah. you don't go there and analyze the storyline. Like, Marvel movies, you go there and you analyze the storyline. You're like, I oh, do. this, this, yeah. I mean, everyone, I mean, I think everyone does that to a degree. Yeah. Because it's like, the movie has to make sense, but also you have to produce a good movie. Yeah, and there's so many fan theories, so people are definitely trying to piece together. Yeah, and I think that's a hard thing, too, especially with the Marvel Universe. Like, a universe. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do endless amount of movies, but in some sort of way, they have to connect. Mm-hmm. And being able to do that successfully over a long period of time, like I've said, is not easy to do. But Marvel's found it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, but I'm excited to see um, Captain Marvel. 
Yeah, I'm still I excited mean, for it. I don't think I'm gonna go opening night. You probably will. I probably will. Yeah, but I'm. It just, I just, you know. I'll see. I'll see it eventually. I mean, once maybe they have it at Agawam Cinemas. Mm-hmm. They usually do though. Yeah, because they usually get the Marvel movies and Disney movies. Yeah, but you saw those uh, the new movie posters with different characters. It wasn't just Captain Marvel, but it was the Captain Marvel logo and then different characters. Oh yeah, like headshots. Yeah, one of them was the cat. Yeah. Yep. yep. Oh God! All right. Yeah. Let's do um. Oh, oops, sorry. Oh, what did you want to talk about next? I was going to talk about the Spider-Man. Sure, yeah. We got the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. I have a huge beef with this movie already. Oh, go for it. I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) Okay. I think that's a... like You you talk about Brie Larson being the wrong actress for that role for Captain Marvel. I think Jake Gyllenhaal is bad. Like, I mean, everyone... A bad choice or a bad actor? Both. I, okay. I shouldn't say he's a bad actor. I just say he's not my kind of like he's not my favorite actor. Um, I think that there's there's plenty of other people. I mean, I've never watched the um, I've never watched watched read the comic books, so I don't know what Mysterio looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can tell you, my first if I think of Mysterio, even though I've never actually seen what he looks like in the comic books, I'm definitely not Jake Gyllenhaal. Is not my first round pick. Right. Um, I know. Also, a lot of people just don't like Tom Holland. In general. Uh-huh. People also didn't like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, really? Really? Of everyone in Hollywood to choose to play Mysterio, mm-hmm. you pick Jake Gyllenhaal. I hope Jake Gyllenhaal's listening to this. <laughs> definitely. We definitely have that <laughs> big of an audience. <laughs> um, yeah. He definitely wouldn't have been my first pick either. But no. I think I heard rumors about it months before the trailer, so I got used to the idea but right i still don't see him as the part like just appearance wise he seems awkward yeah like i feel i just when i saw it too i was like oh, it just broke my heart i was like because i really liked um homecoming yeah i mean I, michael keaton that was a good choice yeah i just i mean you can't go wrong with michael keaton in any movie but like and the way they modified the costume to make yeah. it modern yeah because vulture in the comics used to be just like this old guy in a green leotard with wings that that's funny that's the actually thing i knew about him yeah you don't I, want to see that no that i mean screen. like who are you gonna who are you gonna throw up there like <laughs> alan arkman like you're gonna have him no no yeah like i said marvel's good at like boosting up characters and making them look a certain like you know Making him look more modern, even though it's, I mean, comic books are pretty modern for when they came out in general, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah, I just, oh. I actually used to have a huge issue with that, though. Like, you didn't like how they altered the it? You didn't yeah, like it? Yeah, yeah. Until I realized that, okay, this is a separate universe. You can make changes. <laughs> it's not well, all going to be that's the same. The pro- that's the problem, too, is I think Marvel had a decision to make. Is either you follow comic books to not like a T, almost a T, but close yeah. to it, and keep the characters the same as they were in the comic books, kind of like an homage to um, Stan Lee and all that. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know, like my dad and your dad and people who grew up reading those comic books, you either hit that gold mine by itself, or you modernize it like they did, and then you get both. Yeah, us like me and you today. And, you know, our parents who read comic books and you throw them all together and you, you get double the audience. Yeah. It and is I a, think Marvel did a good job about that. It is a good time to be alive for a comic book fan. 
Oh, yeah. I, I bet you when these comic books came out and Stan Lee was probably like, these will never catch on. These will never happen. Right. I think he's even said that. Like, I didn't expect Spider-Man to be this big. I just hoped that people would buy it. I'd keep my he job. Was, yeah. I mean, that man was loaded to the day he died. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I was... He, he had a gold mine. We can't he, give enough love to Stan Lee. No. I, I, yeah. Oh, I know you can't. <laughs> I know you can't. Did you go to his funeral? No. I mean, I, I could have if I really wanted to buy a plane ticket and show up in front of that Chinese theater. But no. <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers host, actors host the Oscars, huh? Yeah, that's, I don't know if that's true yet, if it's been confirmed or not, but the Avengers actors are possibly going to host the Oscars. Now, we don't know if that's going to be as themselves or if it's yeah. going to be themselves playing the characters act, or hosting the Oscars. It'll, It'll probably be the, like... The actors. The actors. Yeah. Because you don't want... That would just be weird for Captain America to be up there and be like, we have, um... Well, and also this... some of them... I bet you every aspect of their costume is not actual. Some of it's definitely probably CGI, oh, too. Yeah. So it would be kind of hard to, like... Because I heard the Tom Holland one, 95% of the time was CGI. I think so. So you're going to have him, what, in a green suit, just standing <laughs> up there and be like, guys, just imagine me in my Spider costume. Because in reality, like, that Spider-Man costume, like, I think in Infinity War, it was metal, right? The one that Tony Stark gave him. Remember oh, when he was yeah. attached to the, the ship? Yeah. And, um... Yeah. That has to be CGI. Well, even, like, the Black Panther one, I think, is CGI, CGI, too. Because, like, it was tight to their body, and I was like, I couldn't imagine running in that suit. Yeah. Like... It's vibranium, though. It's high-tech. Yeah, because vibranium exists in real life, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. What would be cool is if they actually went for the characters, you could do... You could make it a publicity event for Endgame, and then they'd be, like, attacking villains in the audience. <laughs> It'd be cool. But you'd probably need stunt doubles. Yeah, and then you'd have to have certain actors participate in it, so you're not just grabbing a random actor and chucking them around. Yeah. I'm not going to watch the Oscars anyway, so it really doesn't matter to me. Not even if they host it? No. Why? I have no interest in that. They're, they're hosting it. At least show some sort of interest. Show your fans how much you care. I can find the highlights on YouTube. <laughs> Joe. Um, if we can go back to the Spider-Man trailer for a second. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you remember seeing all those... The, the people that Mysterio was attacking? Mm. Yeah. They're called Elementals, apparently. So... One thing that people are theorizing is that it's so Mysterio is um, like a special effects, pretty much. So one person, one thing that people are theorizing is that Mysterio is setting up all of these elementals. They're mm. just special effects, so mm. he can go in and save the day and become his own hero. Sort of like um, who's that guy from Incredibles? Syndrome. What Syndrome did? He set up the robot so he could go. Oh and, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but I think that's too obvious. I feel like all that, all those scenes might, if that's true, I feel like all those scenes might be towards the beginning of the movie so that Spider-Man can find out and out Mysterio right away as the villain. Yeah. And then they can go from there. Yeah. Because Marvel, I think, knows that people are going to catch on. They know how many fan theories are out there. So they're going to, I think they can purposely throw us off like that. You never know, though. You never know. Yeah, could be right. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to go to Spider-Verse? I have not seen Spider-Verse. That's okay. <laughs> so, Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse already has a sequel in the works. It has an all-female movie in the works. And they're talking about TV spinoffs. Yeah. Which might explore the side characters. Yeah. 
which would be cool. I think the TV shows could have their own animation style. You can get to know different characters. Well, it's funny because my dad, one of his favorite characters was Spider-Man. And I remember he used to read the comics all the time, and then he stopped, and I, it was actually, I don't know how long ago he stopped asking, but I, I asked him why he didn't, he said it just got too confusing, because mm. he said the Spider-Verse kind of just got thrown all together, and there was like 20 million different kinds of Spider-Man. When does he stop reading? I, I don't remember. Like recently, or like 20 years ago? Oh, it was definitely recently, it was definitely okay. within the past like 10 years, I would imagine. Okay, yeah. But I just, so. I haven't asked him, but he just said that, um... Because he used to go, he goes to the comic book place down on Route 5 over here, and he used to get them all the time, and then he just stopped getting them and asked him what happened. First of all, he said they got expensive. Comic books are expensive now. They're like 3 or $4. Yeah, that's um, And it's all advertisements, too. Yeah. Page. And um, so he said that it just got too confusing. There's just too many. There was, like, Gwen Stacy was a Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, a spider tree, and there was, he, not really, I don't think that's what one of them, <laughs> but I was like... I remember he said there was like a dark Spider-Man and a light Spider-Man, and he just said there was just too many like different versions of him just to keep track. Yeah, he said he got con- he said he got lost. I do remember when the Spider-Verse event was taking place, and I never followed Spider-Man comics. I know the sto- the basic story of Peter Parker, but even I remember hearing about all these events. And I'm like, I'm never gonna catch up. Yeah, I don't know who all these characters are, or where they're coming from. Yeah, my dad just gave up. Yeah, I don't mean I don't blame him. I mean it's just, it's a lot like. Sometimes even just like the Marvel movies themselves, sometimes like get lost of who the character is and what's going on, and yeah. Jack said that about X Men comics, though, and the only reason I can keep up with X Men is because I'm, I've been reading it my whole life, so I can I know what's happening. But X Men too, that's hard to keep up with. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've I've seen the original movies, so it's kind of more like played out. And I know that I mean I've seen the original movies. How many times have we made Spider Man in our lifetime already? <laughs> In the past, what, less than 20 years, it's been remade three different times? Mm-hmm. I guess you wouldn't say it's remade, but they rebooted it. It's Yeah, rebooted. Um, But it was, you know, it's just, it, it gets confusing. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand, like, it, you know, you kind of have to, like, go on and just do your own thing after a while. But it's like, come on. The, the, the X-Men movies, I mean, I, I've never read the comic books. You read the comic books. Mm-hmm. But, like, the movie, I enjoyed the movies. The original movies? Not yeah. The, not the, these remakes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the the ori- first three were good. Yes. Well, the last... Was it Last Stand? Yeah. Okay. Was all you can right. take or leave that one. Yeah. But it's still part of the trilogy, and it's before the whole superhero hype really began, so it's like, I can give that one a pass. Well, they killed Cyclops, and that just was not okay with me. Yeah. I think even the... I even think the director of that movie came out and said that was a mistake. Probably. Because, I mean, within, like, the first 20 minutes, he was already dead. Yeah. And it's like... And it's, it's supposed to be based off of the, um, you know, the Phoenix story. And it didn't follow that at all. So. No, and I thought, that, I thought that last movie relied too much on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that kind of just took away. I think it, it really should have just been more of a Phoenix movie. Because that's pretty much all focused on her. And, well, the, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot these other X-Men. I forgot Cyclops was, oh, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, there's um, Professor X. By killing Cyclops, because Jean Grey and Cyclops are an item, it kind of took away from... Yeah, it took away from the movie. Like, he should have been there at the end, too. I thought he should have been the one to kill her. Right. Instead of Logan. I mean, I understand Logan likes her, and I think it would have just been a better send-off if, like, Cyclops killed her, and then she killed him. Kind of like a good, like, send-off. I just thought that last movie was just, like, 
they're like, all right, we got to make a next end movie. We do not care how bad this script is. The storyline doesn't make any sense. We'll kill a bunch of people off, and then we'll just act like nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. On the other hand, the um, what's it called? The oh, the Dark Phoenix movie that's coming out. <sighs> that looks like it's taking it too far. Like they are actually going into space. They're gonna bring in Skrulls and I think more alien races. I I liked the first. I like. I think was it the first one. When they tied it into the Cuban Missile Crisis, was that the first oh, one? First class, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. I thought that was funny. Like I think it's it's it's. That's the only thing I liked about that series is how they tied it into like actual events. Yeah. To kind of give it more of like a. Like a human feel to it. Mm-hmm. I just I thought that was funny. I was like, okay, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis. It's just it's it's funny. It's, yeah. I, I just cool. I like I like the little things that Marvel does with certain things. Yeah. I think that was that wasn't Marvel though. That was Sony, right? That made Fox. the original movies? Oh, Fox made yeah. the original movies. I just think it's funny when you can, like, you're that creative and you're just like, you know what? Let's head this into the Cuban Missile Crisis. Just yeah. make it something completely, like, not even remotely close to what happened. You'd be like, but this is a good theory to have, though. <laughs> right. And then or, the, uh, the other one when they had to curve the bullet about John F. Kennedy. I like that. <laughs> I said he was a mutant. Yeah. Or even with Captain Marvel, it's a period piece in the 90s, so we get blockbuster. <laughs> Yeah, and that, and I think that's how you get fans to stay around. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, oh, this is so cool, you bring it back. That's why I feel like when, you know, you see movies that do, like, movies that they produce today that are, like, in, the, like, the 20s and the 30s and the 40s, and I think that's cool because you get those older generation who can't really relate to movies today because it's harder for them because it's more of a modern, right? you know. Not, not knocking the older <laughs> generation, but I'm just saying, like, you know, how some of those are, like, they're not tech-savvy and it's kind of like... You throw those gang like even I enjoy those gangster movies like the old fashioned movies like those are that Marvel does a good job of incorporating that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to go along with the X Men, I'm gonna throw in Rob Liefeld is introducing Major X, which is a new character coming out soon in the comics, not the movies. But this character, I think the idea has been around since the '90s, and this character is from the Existence, which is kind of dumb. But is it uh, a female? I'm for it. Um, we don't know. It hasn't been revealed. But I remember at the end of the of uh, X-Men vs. Inhumans event, Emma Frost went insane and developed a new costume, which looks almost exactly like Major X's costume. So I almost wonder if it's going to be Emma Frost. Because they, they did bring Cyclops back for this event. Uh, with, weren't they lovers? Yeah. Cyclops and... Emma Frost. It was before or after um, Jean. After Jean. This is when Gene sorted the, the the Phoenix. Or is Gene yeah. dead by then? Gene, Gene probably dies every other... Well, so, I think she had died at one point, then came back, and then Cyclops cheated on Gene with Emma Frost. Then Gene died again, and Cyclops just stuck with her. With yeah, Emma. He's, he's a jerk, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I can understand why they probably killed him off in the beginning. They were like, no one cares about this character, except me. But... <laughs> Actually, um... That's funny. A few years ago... He was Cyclops in the comics was completely insane and yeah. had this mutant revolution. That's when I actually got attached to Cyclops because I was like, "Wow, this character's actually interesting for once." <laughs> Except now he came back because um, this newest event that's happening, all the X Men have pretty much been killed off, but Cyclops came back somehow. Not really caught up yet, but then Cyclops had revealed like, "Nope, I was wrong." Well, it's, done that. It, they they brought him back in the new series. Yeah, the X Men movies. But it, he wasn't as good. He was. He wasn't as. 
for lack of a better word, douchey as. You're not attached to the new characters. No, you're not. And at least in the original series, you kind of, you. I mean, you. I guess at a distance you are. Yeah. Because you can tell that he cares, even though he like threatens, <laughs> he threatens Logan. He's like, he's made, and the, one of the lines he was like, stay away from my girl or something yeah, like that. And in the originals. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I don't know. I feel like the, the, the original series, the characters were more relatable, even though they did not explain their backstories as much, except Logan's. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't really know like ha- what happened to Storm, how Storm found her powers. That's true. Besides pathetic rogue that no one cares about. <laughs> which uh, which is... You you don't agree with me, but everyone else does. Even the producers of the last movies cut her scenes out. Oh, yeah. So it's like... No, they definitely did, did not do her justice in the movies. No. As a character, I still like rogue. Well, they made her very bland. Uh-huh. And you only introduced to her in that... In the, even in the original series, you were just, uh, introduced to her... When she's she, a teenager. And she's making out with the guy. Yeah. And she sucks the life, right? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, and then you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're kind of like, and oh. And she runs away. Yeah, and then you're like. That's how it starts with her. Like, in reality, that's a pathetic. That's a, that's a sucky power to have. Yeah. Like, you not be able to have any human contact with besides, uh, like, wearing gloves or something right. like that. Yeah, it's terrible. And then they, I think in the third movie, they theorized that she got the shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Was that confirmed? They kind of like hinted at it. Cause remember, she showed up there, and then went back to Iceman. And, yeah, and yeah. she like touched him or something like that, and then yeah. there was nothing. And I was like, really? Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic that they put out in that movie. Yeah. Uh, what else? Punisher season two was released. I have not watched it. I haven't even watched the first season. Me neither. I, I mean, it's on my list of things to watch, but it's not really my thing. I heard some people don't like it. Because I heard some people say it's a little too over the top of the violence. Okay. Or the character himself is a little too violent. Yeah. Um, I've never seen it. Um, I think it was his name. John Bentham? Bentham? Bernthal? Bernthal. Yeah. I only only know him because from he's the from The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. But, uh, Which is basically the same character. <laughs> just a little bit more violent, Just right? a little more violent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, can't, they can't punish her, right? I don't think they've canceled it yet. But they probably will. But they probably will. Because Disney's launching their own streaming service. Yep. Yep. Disney Plus. Which may... I don't know. It's probably going to be kid-friendly. That stinks, though, too. Because it's like... There's a lot of stuff on... There's a majority... There's a lot of Disney stuff on Netflix. Or there was. Or I don't know. Yeah. Or they're slowly taking it off. They are slowly taking it off. I mean, I I can understand why Disney's doing it for more money. Right. But you easily could just keep it on netflix and then charge netflix 20 times more just to keep it on there right yeah it's like that they did that with friends they were threatening to take friends oh, yeah. off and then they were like oh here's 20 million dollars <laughs> yeah i definitely understand why disney disney is making disney plus but i don't want to subscribe to it yeah and that's that's if i think it's just disney things like, I, I only watch disney things for marvel <laughs> i think that's gonna bite them in the butt yeah i think they're gonna lose a lot of money on that only because it's mainly for kids Right. And you're already paying like 16 or $17 or how much you are for Netflix in general. No family's going to pay another $20 I know. for Disney. Although they've said it's not going to be that much. Like, I think this is going to be cheaper than... Yeah, uh, but that's what Netflix said too. Netflix goes up every year. Yeah. And they're going to realize that they're not going to be able to compete. It's just, I don't know, it's a mess. It's... I Hopefully they have that 30-day trial where you can just sign up with an email address get their some of them aren't even that anymore some of them are like a week oh yeah yeah 
Um, what else do we have? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. released a new trailer for season six. Oh, that was exciting. Isn't the final season? No, they have a season seven. That's the final season, right? Maybe. I, th- I thought they were. I thought they. Were, I thought they announced that there was one of the last seasons coming. I could be wrong. We all thought that season five was gonna be the last season, and then season six got renewed mm. for a summer se- a summer series. Oh yeah, and then they thought it got. But literally, like two days later, they announced season seven was <laughs> renewed too. So it was so exciting that I have Agents of Shield for at least another two years. So I have two years now to prepare again for like okay, this might be the end, but we have two more seasons. Yeah. I think the writers have been amazing. I, there's The stories have almost been flawless, yeah. in my opinion. So, I have faith that they can do amazing things with season 6 and 7. But the trailer was really good. Go watch it. If you haven't already. We get a surprise character. I can say it, right? Yeah. I haven't seen it, so it, the whole thing is surprising to me. So. Do you want me to spoil it? If, yeah, if, you, I, yeah Coulson gonna... comes back. Uh, I mean, I could have told you that. Yeah, I know. It it wasn't really a surprise, but um, yeah. That the trailer ends with Coulson. Oh wait, he was was he killed off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer ends with Coulson. To, uh, his back is to the camera, but he turns around so you can see his face, and you hear Fit saying, "No, you're from Shield," and Coulson goes, "Shield, never heard of it." No. So that's interesting. But it looks like they go to space. Like there's a lot more space scenes uh there's new characters they fight with chloe bennett chloe bennett is in it yep <laughs> chloe bennett has a, hair, a new hair color haircut new costume life's good huh life's good <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she gets a lot more screen time because she's in a trailer a lot cool power set it'll be cool i'm excited <laughs> for the show or just to see chloe bennett in the new attire and new hairstyle that's a toss-up. <laughs> Evenly mixed. <laughs> That's funny. I think um, one last fun fact from January is that Jar Jar Binks picked up a lightsaber. <laughs> he went to go save someone, picked up a lightsaber, and fended from off where? some things. Honestly, I don't remember. He just ran out to rescue someone, but ended up I don't want to be... I'd rather die than be rescued <laughs> by Jar Jar Binks. He said Jar Jar Binks! <laughs> but that was funny. That's all I have for January. Any uh, last thoughts? I, I, I think we I think we covered it. I mean, we'll we'll see the um, we'll see how Captain Marvel is. Yeah, that's what I'm anticipating. I honestly probably should just watch Agents of Shield. Agents, sorry, <laughs> Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. Um, only because it's Chloe Bennett and I, she's attractive. I that's yeah. Hey, um. Elizabeth Henstridge, who plays Gemma Simmons, endorsed our podcast. Did she really? Yeah. Oh. Was she on, from where? On Instagram? For, on Instagram, yeah. Really? I should look at that. Yeah. It's like 10 seconds, I think, but it's the best 10 seconds Recently? of my life. Um, November. Last November. Is it still on? Yeah. Are you sure? She put it on her story, but I saved it as a favor on my page, on the Marvel Therapy Group page. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Did she watch it? I don't know. I should send this to her and be like, hey, we talked about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. here. <laughs> See if we get another response. We should get her on the show. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. She might, I don't know. She seems sweet enough and down to earth that she might, might, might. <laughs> but even that's a stretch. She said she'd be for it. I said, 
she asked what my, what my Instagram was so she could tag me. And I said, oh, I only have my podcasts. And she's like, oh, what is that? And I told her it was a Marvel podcast. And I said, if you ever want to be on it. And she's like, I would too. <laughs> so she doesn't want to be on it. I'll I don't know how you do that, but you, you'd have to. <laughs> well, Elizabeth Henstridge, if you ever want to be a guest star, we're waiting. You can DM Joe at uh, the... Uh, through Marvel Therapy through the Group. Marvel Therapy Group. Yeah. I would say you could DM me, but that oh, you can. <laughs> I'm at Padre Mazer. I'm not an actual Padre. It's just it's just it's just how it goes. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're a fan of Marvel Therapy Group, send it to Elizabeth Henstridge, but also tag us in another post. We'll repost it. Um, and if you feel so inclined, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. All right. And this has been our January Roundup. Yay. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.